Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Mid-South Foodie, where we review a couple local diners and restaurants and eateries. Uh, thinking about places in the Mid-South that, that we love to eat at, places that, that have a little pizzazz, a little bit of zip. I am your editor-in-chief, Jake Owens. And I am also uh, your co-captain and also your editor-in-chief, uh, Reed Ballou, the, the fourth We'd like to say third. I'm the third. Yeah. We'd like to say thank you to all of our listeners, all of our subscribers, everyone who's rated us five stars on iTunes, and most importantly, all of our Patreon subscribers. Um, And this might be a little uncouth, but uh, Reed and I both have been able to make upwards of six figures uh, thanks to all of our Patreon subscribers. That's right. And we could not do that without y'all, so a big thank you. I'd like to uh, again say thank you to all of our uh, our, patri- our, our patrons. I guess that's Ooh. how they got the name. Hmm. Uh, they've commissioned us huh. to create uh, a truly uh, euphoric and um, sens- uh, Sens- sensual. So, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sensual uh, podcast about uh, Mid-South food. Uh, this week... You know, we've talked about uh, desserts and appetizers, um, as well as selections from the bar. We wanted to do a little, something a little bit different this week, and we decided that we would feature a local chef um, who has left a, a, a huge footprint um, in the history that we'd known as uh, antebellum cuisine. But also a huge footprint in both of our lives individually. Right, as our... Um, you know, we were looking for someone who uh, has acted as a mentor to us, um, a sensei, a guider, a healer, a protector, um, and in a lowercase father, lowercase f, father. Um, so Jake and I, just for some context here, Jake and I work um, in an office building in the middle of downtown Nashville. Uh, we keep our day jobs just, you know, we don't work very hard on this podcast, and since we're both making um, over $120,000, around $122,000 a year doing this podcast, uh, that's just, you know, it takes us 15 minutes to cut it up and dish yeah, it, it out. It comes very um, naturally to it's, us. It's unbelievable. It's, I mean, uh, food is in our blood. Uh, there's, a, there's a real sentiment to you are what you eat. In our case, that that would, we eat that would be food. Yeah, we eat podcasts, uh, food. I mean, and then uh, so we work in this office building just to stay stay busy and not go insane. Um, and so usually, sometimes after work, we'll discuss the podcast and we'll go uh, meet at a restaurant to kind of plan out our episode. Then you know, the next day that this happened on a Friday, the Saturday we'll wake up, drive to the destination. Usually, it's in you know Georgia or the Panhandle of Florida, Lower Alabama. And uh, find our, our, our next uh, feature on the show. So we decided we'd hop over. Um, there's an Applebee's across the way from our office building. And so we just met up after work, slung our messenger bags over our shoulder, and uh, went through the crosswalk, uh, stepped into the Applebee's, got a table for two. Um, and that, that's where our adventure really began. So Yeah. We, uh, we sat down and we ordered uh, some cheese fries. Um we shared those, talked a whole lot about uh, we, the, some of the chefs we had in mm. mind for our profile. Um, we kind of figured it out right there. 
Yeah, it's it came it came pretty naturally. We definitely had a short list. Both of us did. We had been thinking about it uh, while we had been at work. Uh, so by the time we had we sat down, we we were actually kind of um, distracted a little bit by the by the appetizers, um, and we the, we'd really just already d- done the job beforehand. And uh, we decided we we finished off our cheese fries, and as as they're intended to do, they they did they got our appetite going. And you know what? Whoops! I slipped. Now I'm hungry. I grabbed a menu, and uh, I ordered myself uh, a, a sirloin. Just like a ten ounce sirloin, but nothing that's gonna like make me super full. But also, I need to eat dinner. And of course, uh, I looked at the menu a little bit, and I ended up just going with the chicken tenders. But, something, uh, yeah, something basic. Just something basic. You know, I'd, I'd had a long day, so we kind of got into the thick of our dinner there. And decided, you know what? We're here. Uh, we're we're in the zone. We're focused. We're eating this. We're we're, we're dining. We're high rollers in a, in a fine restaurant. Let's go ahead and do our chef profile on the head chef here at um, the local Applebee's in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Roger Darren Farnsworth. Uh, he goes by Darren or uh, D Farns, as some of us call him. Uh, D. Farns is from a small town in Arkansas named Smackover, Arkansas. Uh, he got his start cooking for his uh, and his mother's. His his mother had a little diner in town. We've actually, if you go back to the first episode of this podcast, it's the first restaurant we review. Just cook. He was only allowed to cook the chicken bones at first. He had a little had a little uh, child sized pot that he would boil the chicken bones in to create chicken stock, and it was just doing that mundane task where he realized, um, you know, like, this is in my blood. This this chicken broth is, is in my blood, and this is what I, this is my passion. Absolutely, and I actually read, in preparation for this episode, um, I was reading through his, his I think his second memoir, and he, uh, he talks about, how, in his mother's diner, mm-hmm. uh, he was cooking the chicken bones, but also he thought, Mom, we need to expand our menu. All we have are chicken bones on this menu. Um... Small bones, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. Small bones, medium bones, large bones, uh, dog bones, tobler bones. Uh, tobler bones. Uh, they're actually called tobler bones. Hmm. Uh, it's that triangle shaped chocolate from uh, Scandinavian countries. Uh, tobler bones. Anyway. Whenever uh, D. Farns got done cooking the bones, he said, "Mom, we need to diversify our menu." Blah blah blah. He graduated to an easy bake oven, which is so that that's how a lot of us got our start. That's so mm-hmm. exciting to hear him mm-hmm. talk about that. I, I loved reading that. I mean, part it was of very book. humbling. Yeah, I, I ripped that page uh, out of my memoir, and it's 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 uh, my copy of the memoir, should I say? And it's it's framed next to my bed. I mm-hmm. I loved hearing him talk about that. His passion was it was just dripping from the pages. So we've asked our friend and editor-in-chief, Justin Doherty, to do a little chef spotlight on D Farns here. So, Justin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, guys. I, I love the show. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's a very good show. I agree. So, um, I guess on the topic of D Farns, he was actually a student of mine at Le Cordon Bleu. Um, if you didn't know, I was, I'm a former editor-in-chief of... Uh, Mid-South Foodie, but I've now moved on and now I'm a professor at Le Cordon Bleu. We we teach up-and-coming young chefs that show amazing talent and hopefully place help place them um, to become a, a real-life chef. 
Um, and that that actually happened with Defarns. I guess I, I was just gonna talk a little bit about. Yeah, Defarns. yeah. Go, go ahead. T- tell us a little about you. What, what he's, you know, what 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 do you remember about him? So what makes him tick. Yeah, exactly. So what I remember most, we have a capstone class for the seniors, and that's mainly what I teach. And I remember specifically him because he made such a mark on me. So a little bit about the class. Um, it's a semester long creation for you're basically. Um, storyboarding one ultimate meal and you're trying to create just the ideal meal that you'd want to have and um, not only a meal but you kind of have to idea the surroundings and the decor for this meal the plating exactly as you you guys as food critics know it's not just the food it's everything it's the atmosphere it's a total package you're right. exactly you're right. and so um after a lot of um, internal debate um, him and I spoke at length about what he wanted to make but he ended up deciding um, to make actually the best chicken tenders platter that I have ever tasted um, the, the the tenders were actually perfectly breaded there he actually went with a beer battering um, and he ended up going with a side of french fries um, seasoned with sea salt and a Michelob Ultra to drink which is perfect to cul- cut the salty aftertaste from the sea salted fries um, and so that's not that's not that, that's that sort of expert level move that lets you as the instructor know he he's done the capstone and he's ready to be placed at this point is that right is that you know exactly like it, it, to me that it, it says I know the rules and I know why they're here but I also know when it's when it's the right thing to do to break them but when, whenever, whenever this dish can be truly stretched by breaking the rules Right. There's a there's an amazing uh, Picasso quote where he talks about you can't break the rules until you know them, until you've shown that you know the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you break the rules without showing that you know them, then you're just wrong. Um, yeah, I think that that describes Defarns perfectly from what I've seen of him. Um, and uh, so not only the meal execution was perfect, but um, the entire meal experience was executed perfectly. So we we kind of storyboarded this room that I. As to grade the meal, I go in a room that he has created, has the meal set up at a table, and I'll talk about the decor a little bit. He decided to, so Le Cordon Bleu is, isn't in a very big city, it's just like a small suburb of Nashville, and um, he actually went to the, the city and got local sports decorum from the local sports teams in high schools and put them up around the room, and I just thought that really put me in the atmosphere to eat these chicken tenders, and that 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 moment basically was when I knew that he would go on to do great things. So now, Justin, now you got to go and visit him. Is that is that pretty right? recently? T- so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, my wife Margaret and I we went um, actually just a couple of nights ago um, to his the Applebee's where he's the head chef, and um, he had it's quite an impressive menu. But we ended up going for the the meal deal where you get two entrees and one appetizer for twenty dollars. He's not. He's not just a chef. He's a businessman. Exactly, and you know he it's drives irresistible value. He drives a hard bargain. So we went for that meal deal. We uh, the appetizer we got was a spinach and artichoke dip, which was exquisite. And I had the shrimp and parmesan sirloin. My wife went, ended up going with the tequila lime chicken. But that sirloin's really something, isn't it? It the shrimp and the parmesan on one sirloin is just I you know I the can't sirloin just, yeah the sirloin becomes the plate really. I, I honestly can't describe it. Yeah, but it, it's out of this world. He's proven what he shown in school was not wasted, and he really grew upon what he learned. Uh, and that, that's why we sort of showed D, chose D Farns to be this week's uh, chef profile. I'm sure we'll have more of these. Justin, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love the show. Can't wait to 
Margaret and I sit down and listen to this episode. Yeah, we'll have you back on soon. Uh, Jake, any housekeeping notes? Uh, just a little update on, on Justin. He has actually resigned from his position at the Cordon Bleu. Uh, he has been offered a management position at the local Applebee's, and he has taken it. So it's a it's a it's a bittersweet parting wow. from the Cordon Bleu, wow. but it is. Um, I, I think it, I think the, I the sweetness not, comes I from getting to work coming. once again with D Farms in such an intimate role. So a lot of people have been emailing us um, and asking who the sponsor would be that we've hinted at for the past couple of weeks. And tonight we're finally getting ready to announce that Blue Apron has decided to sponsor Mid South Foodie. Well, so for so less than ten dollars a month, you can get farm fresh. Uh, seasonal produce, meat with no added hormones, sustainably sourced seafood, and anything else you can imagine. They send you all the ingredients right to your door. All you have to do is cook it. And the it's, best part yeah. is they never repeat a recipe within the year. So you don't get bored with the same old recipes all the yeah, time. Yeah, they come with those nice recipe cards or some yeah, how-to videos. Yeah. That's not only how to cook it, but uh, techniques in the kitchen. And just just this past week, they I tried. You their, got your first one. I got my first yeah. one, uh, and I I tried the omelet, and it was an omelet with peppers and onions and a little bit of cilantro. And you know, I'm not a huge fan of peppers or onions or cilantro, but so I, le- I left those out. But it was an immaculate omelet. I could not have had a better omelet. So be sure to pay a visit to Blue Apron and use the per- and use our promo code. Thanks for listening to Mid-South Foodie. Be sure to keep on uh, giving us those five-star reviews. I'm your editor-in-chief, Jake Owens. I'm your editor-in-chief, Reed Ballou. And I'm your former guest editor-in-chief, Justin Doherty. And this has been Mid-South Foodie. Thank you for listening.